0: even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
1: All right. You're rolling smooth with Jason and John, 99FM P.N., happy Thursday to you. It feels like the NBA world has been rocked. Now, we got word of that trade as we were going off yesterday. And still, we're trying to wrap our heads around the fact that Damian Lillard is now a Buck And he's with Giannis. And now that we've had a moment to sort of take things in, a day to sort of take things in, you can see, take a step back, that the Bucks are now the betting favorites to win the NBA title uh, after that trade does... My man John Martin agree. Should they indeed be ahead of the Celtics, the Suns? Nuggets are plus 650. They're fourth uh, in terms of odds to win the title. Now, we'll talk about that. We got Thursday night football tonight on the prime. Y'all enjoy this. Okay? Lions, Packers. That's two relevant teams because, no, next week is going to get real nasty on Thursday night. So, Sabre, tonight's pretty good game. I'd say it should be statement game for Lions. If this is your time in the north, you need to say so now. Memphis basketball practice off and running. Folks have seen the team. John, the word is Big. Big. They big over there. Big. That's what you hear about everybody hear from everybody that saw them yesterday. And I think Jaquan Walton's size. He about six seven, bro. Could very well leave this team in scorn. I think it's it shook some people. Understood. Remember you had that big double double down in uh and the Dominican, that was again some of the scrubs, but it was like it was a monster game, like twenty-seven and fifteen or something crazy like that on the line for. But he's capable of of doing more than just scoring. Anyway, a lot to get to today, uh, and a packed show, baby. Yeah, we haven't had a show like this one in a long time. Now, I feel like you're a little bit overwhelmed.
2: I get overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed. You're gonna be able to, to land this plane. You're gonna be able I to take it. We're gonna have I a smooth flight. I,
1: uh, yeah i am going to be all right, bro. Well you gonna be, be Denzel straight. and flip this thing.
2: It's like it's like you just you just you just do it. You know what I'm saying? You just you just it ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Uh and so we're gonna do it like we always do it. Uh Okay, Dion. Eleven twenty five, Drew Hill.
1: That's every Thursday, got that. You're one uh fourth of the way home.
2: That's right. Twelve twenty five. We're gonna be joined by a left hand of God and to God.
1: Left hand to God.
2: But also up. God. But the hand
1: is up. Well, all of our hands are of God.
2: Because, you know, if you're doing it right, you're supposed to be a God-fearing man, right? I agree. I fear that left hand. I do. I saw it.
1: Many men should fear it.
2: Saw it. Uh, man, I tell you this, Danny Barlow's gonna join us uh, in studio 12:25. Two days ago, he just got a contract. He won a fight that I, I believe, right? I believe he's getting a contract. He won the
1: bro. Yes, yes. Dana White gave him the contract. Okay, he is now in the UFC.
2: Okay, do you know how many fights that guarantees?
1: I have no idea. Okay, we we'll can ask. ask him that. Yeah, we'll what we'll comes with that? He is yes. now seven and zero as a pro. Yes, but is now in the UFC. That's that's a yes. different level you're taking. So two to days ago.
2: Uh, do you know where that was? Was that in Vegas? I, I
1: think it was in Vegas. Okay, I'm pretty so, sure it was in Vegas.
2: So two days ago, he was, two days ago, he was in Vegas, earning uh, a lifetime opportunity, once in a lifetime opportunity, get that Plus. Yeah. UFC contract. And and uh, today, he's going to be in studio with us.
1: He had to beat a Memphian to do it. Yes, he talked about that. Yes, it's tough. Yes,
2: yeah, so tougher we'll, when you know the guy. We'll get into that with him. Uh, just how much his life has changed. Uh, you know, as a result of this, oh, what's yeah. next? His next fight. Um, I saw a lot. He's got of, a
1: chance, man. Yeah, be big, to be I, really big. I, I was, you know, because you th-
2: always wonder, like, what people say, right? Like, what the reaction on social media is, and then when and I looked it up, and you know, people are, uh, to a man were saying just how 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 capable of, of being a star Stardust. this guy is. Mm-hmm. You know, like like he's got star written all over him. So we we could be uh, having the next great UFC yeah. star in and, studio here and
1: getting in on the ground floor of it.
2: Yeah, he's welterweight. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So. Uh, do, those, do those ever main event a card
1: at UFC? Do you know, or is it usually? I think that we've had welterweight main events, I think. Okay. Uh, I mean, don't ask me which guys those were, but I I think we do. It's not yeah. just always a heavyweight. Uh, yeah, a heavy yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, welterweights
2: we all the plenty time. Plenty of welterweights. George St. Pierre was welterweight. Uh, Matt Hughes,
1: uh, Kamaru Usman. This bro's got a heck of a He talked about on ESPN Plus, man, with the Westwood. Yes. Skipped football practice one time and got robbed. Yes. At gunpoint, like he'd been through it all, bro. Like real Memphis story here. Yes. About this this brother coming and then finding, you know, finding a uh, career in fighting.
2: Yes. Yes. Welterweights are fascinating. Uh, a lot of the best fighters have been welterweights. So yeah.
1: Uh, he yes. Did this this uh, probably gonna go into a crowded uh, you know, I would imagine a crowded race in that welterweight yeah division exactly and exactly. UFC. Yeah, so we're going to get into
2: all of this uh, with him, uh, Danny Barlow, left-handed guy, 1225 in studio. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, Then at at 1 o'clock, we're going to be joined by Brooks Monaghan, University of Memphis women's soccer coach. Guys, I don't know if you realize they're doing it again. Um, They are 12th in the country. Correct. And they are taking on SMU tonight. Um, They are on track to make the NCAA tournament yet again. Uh, This will be their seventh time in eight years. I believe it would be their sixth straight NCAA tournament appearance uh, should they do it I mean it's just they're the they're the hottest program on campus and the most consistent program on last campus. year, Sweet 16 last year, Sweet 16 they they just keep doing it it's really amazing and any chance we get to shine a light on the job that Brooks is doing over there we certainly Absolutely. like to do it and so he'll join us uh, at one o'clock just talk about the challenges and, of, of keeping it going man if, of, I mean because I imagine that's not easy. I imagine it's not easy, uh, especially at a school like Memphis. It's not in a Power Five, not in a Power League. To despite, you know, names and faces and seniors graduating and all these things. Um, you know, cause it's one thing, right? If you have a, a special group like the 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 Levesseurs, right, and you have them and and you and you get a lot out of them and they move on and it kind of takes a step back, right? right. That that happens. That has not happened with Memphis soccer. Memphis women's soccer. They have maintained that level of excellence. So we're going to have Brooks on it's the open. show.
1: And beating the likes of Ole Miss, Ohio State, yeah. Iowa State.
2: You name I mean, it, They buddy. beat the big boys. You name it. Yeah. Uh, every day they are uh, taking it to the Power Five. Yeah. And so we'll talk to him at 1 o'clock about that. Uh, and more than 125, Jeff Calkin. That's the show. Uh, man, we did it. Uh, together we made it.
1: Well, not yet. You're really just starting. We made it even but though we through. had
2: our backs up against the wall. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Remember that song, Bust a Bust? And uh Lincoln Park, rest in peace, Chester Bennington. Moment of silence. Uh okay. Anyway, that's the show Focus. today. Um, all right, look, we have a lot uh, a lot of uh games. A lot of games that we want to preview. Yes. And and that we should talk about. You don't want to talk about Chandler Jones,
1: that's your prerogative. i am uh, scared of in that situation, real talk. Well, I mean, it's a it's a topic. It's well, a, it is now. That's scary. That's scary. What 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 you hey, showed me. this Hey, I've moment. been
2: on this for three weeks. I told you all this was coming.
1: Well, this doesn't look much different than the, the situation. Th- which did we get closure to that situation? The former question, NFL player who Sergio Brown. And, yes, Sergio Brown. Who him and his mom at one point were both. Uh, last news uh, reported missing. and she comes still, up dead. Quote unquote missing. Good grief.
2: So I don't know where they he need is. to
1: find that man and then go find. Well, Chandler's Charlie. at his house. Well, somebody needs to surround it and yeah. just make sure he's good.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt he needs some
1: uh, intervention. I'm, no, real talk. I'm. Uh, we need to pray for that man.
2: Hey, just real quick, uh, if you missed have seen it, this, Brad, on Twitter it's this scary. morning, scary.
1: Uh, some scary stuff. Chandler Jones is on a
2: on a ramble uh, on a rant. And he went on video and he has since accused Josh McDaniels of having Aaron, Aaron Hernandez, Hernandez, Hernandez killed in yeah. prison. It, it actually, he said he wasn't in prison. It was an industrial park. Oh, I, I don't. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That's that's what he's saying. That's what he said. Yeah, uh, he See says I'm it, talking about that. And, uh, it does. It's nonsensical.
1: Exactly. Nonsensical. Which yeah, which is very raises scary. the level of concern and is scary. Yes. Yeah. John. I mean, I, I uh, yeah. And I assume that they have. You know, that's, has this hit the mainstream in terms of folks? Post- yes. Okay. 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 I didn't know if I know you've been on it for a while. Now that I, I'm seeing the videos and realizing, like you said, how n- a nonsensical a state he's in. Uh, and, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's it, scary. It, it's not. It it's do, not funny. Like it's very. Because it it reminds me of what we were seeing from your from the dude Sergio Brown. Yes. A couple of weeks ago. Just like the stuff. And you wonder what could happen if if this guy at some point is not you know doesn't find some peace. Like or,
2: he's doing a live right. He's, he's crying. He's, he's doing, and, yeah, he's crying. He's like somebody says Devonte. Somebody just puts the words Devontae Adams in the chat right, and he says, "Don't be bringing up no names. I ain't talking about no names. But Hunter Renfro is my n-word." That's my guy. He gives me good vibes. He gives me, it's like, what What are you
1: he talking, said, I ain't about? talking about? I'm talking about but Renfro gave me good vibes. Right. It's like, it's the stuff about Aaron Hernandez, who he refers to as Chico. Yes. Uh, that's the scariest. Yeah. But so, he, um, and then his current coach,
2: Right. Because Daniels, he, is involved he's he's in some him
1: plot. Coke boy. See that? See? Okay. I mean, what? Well, for the folks that didn't know, I'm glad you brought – because this is – it does. It seems very serious and hopefully it doesn't come to a tragic end. Right, and I don't know, like, uh, he needs how some, you yeah, hope, address that. Well, I mean, it, again, it's got to He's be, accused it's, you of your stuff if you're the Raiders, but you have to be above that and go say, so we, we've got to help this guy. we got to – you know, whatever we got to do, send some people to talk to him, whatever it is. But right. But you've got to try to get him out of Larry there,
2: Larry Fitzgerald John. is trying to. I,
1: I figured somebody is after they see this. Yeah. That, this is a cry for help from this brother. Yeah, like, he, he, he's,
2: you know – He's been, uh, you know, reached out to. Uh, he said uh, both Mark Davis and Josh McDaniels have little D's, got mind control over powerful men via drugs. They made Max Crosby put the triangles on his neck and back as a threat. I could cry. I'm so serious. Again,
1: you don't know if this is, you know, what his mental state is. If it's CTE, it ain't if what's going on. It's definitely what, CTE. What else could it be? Well, yeah, I mean, you can't just completely say it's, CTE. Yeah, I mean, I, we don't I know feel, that. I would I we don't know that he for sure, but I would. Dr- he could be in some drug-induced state. We have no idea.
2: I suppose that's true, but uh, I would get my guess. I'm i on record. He, he needs
1: help, and you know, I pray he gets it.
2: Man, no question that nobody gets hurt For something know? tragic, yeah. including yeah. himself. Because you don't. The best thing about it, if it is CTE, you're not thinking logically. You're not thinking clearly. You're not. You're paranoid. You're. You know. You're. You, you know. You're just not yourself. Right. You know. Um, and that's the scary and thing. The, and
1: the law doesn't apply anymore.
2: Yeah, that's exactly
1: so, yeah. right. That's the last thing i think
2: about. Um, so, anyway, that is the NFL news today. Uh, hopefully, Chandler Jones is being attended to, and, and, and there can be a peaceful, yeah, real talk. safe resolution to that uh, to that situation. But we do have a lot of games that we want to talk about. Boise State, Detroit, Green Bay, as you mentioned. Let's do a little thing we call Over Under. It's Jason and John's Over Under. Over. Over. Under. Under. All right, let's start with the NFL, Jason, because we do have, as you mentioned, uh, a, a, a good game tonight on paper. Very much so. A good game tonight on paper. We have the Green Bay Packers hosting the uh, rival Detroit Lions. Both teams here sitting at 2-1. and one. This one, Jason, is absolutely for control of the NFC North. Early control. Detroit. Detroit sitting here at about a 2-point Favorite, maybe that's gone up a bit, but yeah, I've got two. I've got two here uh, tonight for the Detroit yep, Lions. I got two. Uh, margin of victory for the Detroit Lions, two points. Jason, over under. Over under.
1: Hmm. I'm not switching. I'm not changing signs. I got pack all day. Okay. You think you're just gonna come into Lambeau Field and show us that this is you're ready to take over the division? I mean. I, Maybe I feel a little bit different about this if Jordan Love and Green Bay hadn't come back from a 17-0 deficit in the fourth quarter last week. Mm-hmm. And remember, they did it without Aaron Jones, without Christian Watson. Yep. Uh, sounds like Aaron Jones is going to be good to go. Yep. We'll see on Christian Watson, had not played all season. Right. My point is they're getting stronger. Jordan Love just gained more confidence last week in his first start at home. I'm telling you, they're in that locker room before this game saying Detroit thinks they're going to come in here and win the division. I love this spot for Green Bay, mm-hmm. being a home dog. Give me Green, give me Green Bay all day. Okay, I'm on the other side. Good. I, I bet. De- I love it when you're over there. I bet Detroit
2: money line this morning. Good. Uh, points could matter. I don't. I don't doubt that. I think. I think you know. Look like at in a tight divisional game like this. I could see like you know Detroit winning by one or something like that. Um, but I I, uh, I I just don't really believe yet, my man. I don't believe in Jordan Love yet.
1: I think how could you not believe after what he be, did last week?
2: Because I think that ha- that all happened after Derek Carr went out of the game. That all happened after Jameis Winston got put in. Th- that has nothing to do with your defense
1: giving that no, up. It doesn't. I but, understand uh, you get more opportunities. You're getting it, you're getting a much better. Uh, Jameis had they had they had a chance win that game. And should have. Well, they rushed a field
2: goal. Zero. They, yes.
1: I'm saying after Derek Collins goes How much different out,
2: would we have been talking about this Packers team, though, if that field goal goes in? A little that's bit the,
1: different because, again, it's at home.
2: Right. So I am uh,
1: I am going to say that uh, I, I think these Detroit Lions are for real. I do think they're for real, too, but I think Green Bay is going to give them a fight. And I said before the season, I think Green Bay going to win the division. You, do you so have, I'm going to stick to where the, I'm
2: at. I'm not going to change that, based fine. on what I've but, seen. But you are allowed to revisit an opinion. You know, Oh, absolutely. I just i w I'm that so revisit it's okay. and then reshape if if it must be
1: formed because but you, you don't, you, don't get,
2: you have not deemed this game as the time to reform your opinion yet.
1: Dude, it's early. And these teams I will be honest with you, even when they had Aaron Rodgers, these two teams would it'd be for whatever reason, it'd be a battle. Mm. Like he owned us. It was once yeah. him and Detroit it always was. And again, yeah. I just I think again, I, I think narrative here matters and it's gonna be all day LaFleur saying yep. we're not gonna let you know, be dogs in our own house here. I think you get their best effort. Is my yeah. point? Aaron Jones is another dimension. He is. That running game is nothing without him. And when it's just yep. AJ, and with all due respect, our man Big Pat love him to death. Actually, Big Pat, you got him AJ. He's better in the run game than AJ, and so that's why he got a lot of run last week. Well, Aaron Jones is back now, and he's the he's really the home run hitter so you add him and particularly and possibly Christian Watson on the outside and that's a much more dynamic Packers offense. I already told you defense got eight first rounders on it. Is is Aaron Jones like himself? I mean it is. No, it's just, a great question. I mean I, I think it's cause in, in, a hamstring. It happened on a touchdown run against the Bears. That's never good. Yep. Hamstrings, they need time because frankly what happens you come back too soon, you pull that thing for real then you're out 6 to 8, maybe even more. And so that that you're, great question. Will he be able to get full acceleration? Probably not. You're yeah. not going to get a full a full 100% Aaron Jones. Yeah. But I'll still take Aaron Jones at 85 90%. I got three words for you, buddy. Yeah, I like that you're on this side though. Stay on that side. Restore the roar. Yeah. Okay. You like that? Don't get me. I respect Detroit. I've watched them. I respect them. I'm not sure they're ready. We'll see. I, I think, they were not ready last year for primetime and for the big lights. Mm-hmm. They had to make the run late. Came up shout. They did keep we'll Aaron see. out of the playoffs. We'll so. see if they're ready.
2: Aaron Rodgers' last game at Lambeau was a loss to the Detroit Lions. I mean, they are sickos.
1: Oh, well, keep in mind, it wasn't just Aaron Rodgers they beat last year. A bunch of guys wanting to get revenge tonight.
2: Yeah, so it, it, it should be a great game like yeah, you we're mentioned. on that squad. Last, uh, last good one for a while,
1: perhaps. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like Bears Commanders next week. Oh, God. That's why I said, saver tonight. Cause next oh, week cool. on Prime, you Best ain't gonna want to watch. That's, why, that's why Amazon the stock is way down this week. I don't understand why they did that twice. We did the same thing last year with these two teams.
2: Man, that's just that's just a bad that bad decision. About the same time of
1: year. Too. I mean, even, even
2: if you thought the Hot Bears trash. were gonna be good, then there's nothing about the Commanders that suggested they were. I guess you have to put every team on there, but man, it's it's uh, it's it's not good. That's not uh, yeah. that's not that's not tonight, gonna be yeah. a uh, Thursday night will be a get your you know spend time with your wife night there is no question yeah go on about a date yeah, yeah absolutely and she'll love it and you'll I, I, I chose you over football it's and you'll the, get I mean yes I would agree play yes. that card you can absolutely do that all right uh locally memphis boise state that number settling in around 3 across the board margin of victory for the memphis tigers jason over three. under 3
1: going to be smashed down there can we smash them bro Smash down there smash so what are we going to do to Boise State. I'm not going to break this down and give you something. <laughs> long position-by-position position breakdown. Tigers will win. They will cover because they're better. Eye test tells me that. The numbers tell me that.
2: I'm on the other side. Uh, I've bet Boise uh, plus three and a half. Well, that's all you do. Plus three and a half, minus 105. I'm about it.
1: Somebody tell Sylvie and the guys that this man bets against them every week.
2: Not every week. See if they want to use that. Not every week. I bet against them one time before. I didn't bet it. I mean, it's, I, just, I took the points. Right? Three out of
1: four? What, what are we talking about here? Not every week. No, it's, I
2: bet. I didn't bet against them last week. I, I just said I would have. I, I made the number 17. I didn't bet in that game. I only bet against them uh, when I go to the games as a fan. Uh, it's just an emotional hedge. I took Navy plus 14. That was no sweat. Plus three and a half, minus 105. Here's what concerns me about this game. Um, I don't know if you realize how bad Memphis' defense is against the run. I mean, they're awful. They're a
1: hundredth in the country. Bro, that was 100th, Navy. A hundred and tenth, actually. That in was EPA. Navy in the end of the Missouri game. They yes. were great against the run early against Missouri. I'm just saying they a couple of. It's a first half against. Navy. I'm just telling you that's skewed. I know where you're. Well, I I'm gave you the answer to what you're concerned okay,
2: about. Okay. Well, can you give me the? Can you give me the answer on why their offense is so bad then? Can you give me that answer? Because their metrics on 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 offense are damn near just as bad. What metrics are you looking at? I've got EPA, man. That's what I'm and that's expected points added. That's expected points added on passing and on rushing.
1: Who does that come from? Um Because I've told we've been using S P plus rankings around here, bro. This is calling college, the, the Ken college
2: football graphs. This is e p a though this is expected points added. This isn't like, oh, we have a patented uh you know what I'm saying. We have like a, our own uh you know little formula that we come up with. This is expected points added per drive right now. let's see Memphis uh yeah, Memphis is a hundredth in the country in the air and a hundred and tenth in ePA on the ground. so that is um that is not that's awful, that's terrible, and that's that's with three really bad opponents that they played, bro.
1: And they're 19th in field position. Your your eyeballs tell you they're not that bad offensively. They played Missouri within a touchdown. What are you talking about? If if Seth Henigan doesn't turn the ball over twice, you're probably winning that game. Well, that probably Before that in. game, you were leading. You you mentioned you were playing some dog trash, some dog water, but you were leading the conference in scoring. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can I can we can pull up any uh, any list on analytics, and you can find some that got uh, something rated as bad and another that's got it rated as good. I tell you, these SP plus rankings like Memphis's offense better than the defense. And they got him ranked high. And again, that's Bill Conley and his formula, as you said, but it's one we've used and it's one that factors in who you're playing. And so that that one's much higher on the Tigers, but I'd tell you eyeballs matter. Well, I you're, say this. you're stuck on what you saw against Navy. Uh, yes. And again, they have a chance to beat Missouri last week because of guys like Blake Watson. Yes. Because of guys like your boy Rock, stepped up finally at over a hundred yard game. You said you liked him out on the outside. They're yep. fine. They've got better weapons than they did last year. That's well, a better offense than last year. The key to this game is that Seth Hennigan doesn't turn the
2: ball over. Well, and by doing that, the way you ensure that is by just feeding Blake Weisson. I mean, this Boise, this Boise team is awful against the run. They gave up 268 yards rushing to UCF. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're, this, I mean, they gave up 85 to the quarterback last week. Like, this is one where you really have to commit to just bleeding them out on the ground. I mean, I know, you, you know. It's, it's simple. It really is to me. If they do that, then I, I do think Memphis probably covers and I lose my bet. But uh, if they don't and they try to, like, you know, get cute, uh, I think you're going to, you know. And plus, don't forget, Jason, Meemaw can always leave the back door open. Yeah. You, you know that can happen in the three and a half. Plus, plus the kicker situation, right? That's kind of weird.
1: Who like who's... I will give you that that's been weird, but. Uh, our guy stepped up last week. Yeah, like Tanner it, Gillis.
2: Like I just wondered, like will it will that bleed into PATs, like decisions? You know what I'm saying? So where are the points, where Memphis wins, but the points may matter. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I'm going to be there. That's the most important thing, and I'm going to have my tiger gear on. I don't care if I
1: lose a bet, man. Give me over under thirty two thousand. Announced. It'll be under. It'll be under that Like thirty one. It'll be over thirty. It's going to be hot,
2: and it's going to be in the middle of the day. You know.
1: I just oh, believe me, I told you about that part. I just feel like it's not to get prepared, be uh, be hydrated. You don't think it's gonna be, at least be thirty? I'd be surprised. I hope it is, Man. but I'd be surprised. Would it have been that if they had beat Missouri? Yeah. Interesting.
2: Yeah. But now you're gonna be you know, you got a lot of games this week on tap. You got a lot of uh you know what I'm saying you got L S U and uh Ole Miss. I'm gonna go to announce. Florida, 30. Kentucky, you know what
1: I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you I'm just, gonna go there at least. I mean, it's Boise State. It's like it's you know you can.
2: Are you you, you did you just you said you oh you're gonna go over thirty thousand? Yeah, just okay. over thirty. I mean, yeah. whether it's 30,500,
1: I, so. I, 30, so. I hope they can now it's over thirty. Yeah, I, I truly do. All
2: right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk to Drew Hill when we get back. Uh, Grizzlies in action. Get his thoughts on uh, Damian Lillard to the Bucks. Uh, Drew Holiday, lots to get to in the NBA. We'll do that when we get back. Jason and John, are you trying to film? Yes, we
1: Starting the NFL week off tonight, Thursday night football. Right now, all customers can get a no sweat same game parlay for Thursday night football. Just place a three leg same game parlay. We talked about it on this week's game between the Lions and Packers. You're going to get bonus bets back if you don't win. That's bonus bets you can stretch out, not just one. NFL same-game parlays, the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance, a bigger payday, nice little way to put down a couple bucks, win you a nice little tank of gas, build your own, or choose from one of the popular SGPs that are pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. Those pre-built ones, good for beginners, nice way to have a little fun. Visit FanDuel.com slash JSmith so you don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL end of 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Refund is issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.final.com. Gambling problem. Call Tennessee Redline. At one 889 9789 eight nine
3: nine seven eight nine. I'm Chelsea Messenger, helping you beat the books with BetQL. Thursday night football has Detroit visiting Green Bay at an NFC North battle. Jordan Love ran the ball nine times, and the Packers come from behind, win over New Orleans in Week Four. But the BetQL model isn't expecting Love to continue that pace. The BetQL five-star play for tonight's game
0: is to take the under on Jordan Love's rushing attempts. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL, and download the Betmgm app today. This
2: Jalen Milrow is the Alabama Crimson Tide starting quarterback. He joins us every Thursday. He joins us now. Jalen, what's going on? Oh, this is Drew. Drew, Drew Hill, Drew Hill. My bad, man. I was, I was just so mesmerized by the performance. I thought we were being joined by Jalen Milrow here in this spot. I apologize.
3: That, that was a miss. That's a miss. We, no, gotta, yeah, we we got to no, get on that. We,
2: if you, you can understand why it's easy to confuse you, you, you two, though, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure. We look a lot alike. Yeah, yeah look, I mean, I, 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 is there is there going to be uh, a sort of mea culpa from the Alabama fan base when it comes to Jalen Milrow? I mean, all you guys do is trash him all season. You know, say he's not the guy. You guys say, oh, there's no chance we're beating Ole Miss. You guys not only beat Ole Miss, you cover the number. I mean, at what point do you guys look in the mirror and say, we were wrong?
3: Uh, well, Alabama was inside the 20-yard line four times in the first half of the Ole Miss game. They scored nine points. Uh, so, uh, I, listen, it's fine. It's uh, the only fan base fine. that complains he's, about a ranked win. It's unbelievable. He's, he's the best option. But I'm telling you. Alabama is not Alabama this year. They're just not. Like, you just watch the games. They're just not. They're not the same level of good that they typically are. Well, let me – let me. Be, can I, it ain't just because the quarterback.
2: Can we have a really honest conversation?
3: Sure. No, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that, yes. Like, there's would, like, like – I would say a lot of it is coaching, too. Like, they, they have settled a, a lot of places, right? Like, you, you don't have Sark or Lane or anybody who's like, like – Tommy Reese is just – it's a no for me honestly and and it, I mean I guess there's he, he he'll have time to prove it still but I'm not buying it yet yeah and Jalen Milrow is clearly not as good as some of these amazing quarterbacks you've had before I mean this guy is stepping into the shoes of Jalen Hurts to uh and Bryce Young I mean come on like it's pretty that's tough it's a tough job I yeah everybody can admit that and then you know, I, I just think offensively the O-line is not as good as they typically are, and they're missing that dude. Like Alabama always has Mark Ingram yep. or Jalen Waddell or Derrick Henry or Amari Cooper. Like they always have somebody like that where it's just like, all right, you're in trouble, throw the ball to number nine. Like find Amari Cooper, throw it to him, throw it to Waddle. throw it to Jerry Judy, give the rock to Derrick Henry. Even Jameer Gibbs, you know. Here. Yeah. Yeah. No, they they have nothing like that. They're, no, they're so they're they they're, they're not
2: Alabama. They're relying on you know true freshman receivers and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I don't I don't really know what Nick Saban's plan was if he was just gonna throw Milrow out there and say hey go make it work with a bunch of unproven first year guys. But no, I think that is. I think he, look, we can say Milrow's not good, and and he may not be. I don't think uh, to this point his coaching staff did him any favors with the play. I mean, if you give him Traditional Bama playmakers, as you talked about, I we could be having. A, I'm not saying he's Bryce Young, but he could look good. You know, he, he could be look a lot better than he has. So I don't know. Like maybe with another year, not, maybe he won't even get another year. But uh, if you gave him a new crop of playmakers, um, it could it could have been a lot different. I'm just
3: I, I think there's also overreaction happening here from Ole Miss fans too, like. Ole Miss, I get it, the frustrations, Lane can't win the big game, whatever. Does Lane not have this program in a position where, like, you know, I know Hugh Freeze did a great job, but, like, how how are they going to do better than Lane Kiffin? Like, I I just don't – I'm not trying to disparage Ole Miss in any way. I just think that Lane Kiffin's a great coach for that program. And, you know, I was hearing from a lot of Ole Miss fans over the last weekend their frustrations with Lane – and to me, I just, I don't know. It feels like he's pretty good. Like, that's a, he's still a pretty good coach. They're competitive every single year. They have a chance to be in these big games. And I understand he was really frustrated with the loss to Alabama because he, he even said he felt like this was his chance. But, you know, from another local angle here, if you're an SEC football fan, like, I i don't know. I think the, the frustrations with Lane, they go a little too far now at this point, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I completely agree. And they're just, they're salty because they lost. That's all that is. They know, they know, they know the truth. They know better. All right. Big trade uh, in the NBA yesterday. A blockbuster. Damian Lillard is a Milwaukee Buck. Uh, and DeAndre Aiden, for the time being, is a Blazer. Drew Holiday, for the time being, is a Blazer. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, might be one more in there, uh, is a son. There's some pick swaps along the way. I believe this is vaulted Milwaukee. Uh, into the top spot as the betting favorite. Uh, should that be the case, Drew, based on your evaluation of this trade?
3: No. I don't think that's the case. Um, I love Drew Holiday, and I think he means so much to that defense. And with him and Giannis on the court together, those two guys are just nasty. I mean, Giannis is such an athletic freak that He is such a instantly good defender just because his his arms are so long and he's so quick for his size and like it's obvious you know he can take away half of a basketball court. But when you have that and you have Drew Holiday chasing guys around the perimeter, I think you're really in a good position to you know be one of the best defenses in the NBA. And I'm not saying Damian Lillard is like some kind of chump like I think he's great and I think from a scoring perspective he really helps and I mean we saw him basically beat the Grizzlies by himself last season in FedEx forum he's capable of being that type of player but he is a little bit older um, and I, like th- look maybe from a this makes the Bucks more sexy right but I'm not so certain that this makes the Bucks definitely better than they were before I mean, they do have a lot of scoring power, but I, I don't know. Like Drew Holiday is such an underrated player in my opinion, and I think that that's going to be a bigger loss than people realize. And I hope for his sake he ends up on a on, on another good team. But I don't know. What about you? You do you think that this makes the Bucks instant favorites to win the championship? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's always I think they, worse, it's, right? I, 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 I they think, might have gotten worse.
2: It's I I think I think you should never shrug off a move that um, forces you to rework a, a, your rotation. You know what I'm saying? And and by the way, do so with less depth. I mean, you're you're not only are you giving away drew uh, Drew Holiday, who is your best perimeter defender. You're giving away some depth there as well. And now you're you're praying and hoping that Chris Middleton, Middleton can hold up for an entire season here. You're Sacrificing defense, you're getting a closer, yes, in postseason situations. And Dame Lillard, but um, I just somebody needs to tell me on this call here who the last blockbuster trade was that yielded the desired
1: results. Oh man, I mean, AD, yeah, they got a title, okay. AD, yeah. yep, AD in 2020, and you know, more, maybe more coming, yeah,
2: like, yeah, I well, mean, that, yeah, that's that's, AD that's one, so- I mean, that was that's one, but like. For for every one, I can give you you know five six seven that mm. you swing. You know, Kawhi was supposed to Kawhi and Paul George supposed to be this big thing in in, in L A. They haven't even, you know, they've done nothing. They can't get on the court. So I, like we don't know anything till we see it. You know, I I never overreact to these NBA trades that feel you know oh my god oh, oh and then like this, you know it doesn't work.
3: Strikes me as more of a trade in an effort to keep mm-hmm. um, to keep. Giannis happy yep. more than anything else yep. right like yep. this is an effort to keep Giannis happy to make him think that they are making the right efforts to try to win uh, and win now because he's been publicly out there saying I need a franchise that's committed to winning and winning now and then there was a report obviously that came out later on that said that you know Giannis is um or that that Dame had or Giannis had mentioned if he could play with any other teammate it would be Damian Lillard that would be the person that he would choose um all of it lines up this just strikes me as a almost not a desperate move but just like a, a move to say okay how can we keep Giannis in Milwaukee for almost all of his career what can we do well we can go add a player that he clearly wants to play with let's just do it even if it makes our team less deep and defensively not as good
1: it sounds like you think the biggest winner in this trade might eventually end up. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe because I haven't discussed what you what you think of what Phoenix did in terms of adding that depth. But whoever gets Drew Holiday, Drew is what it sounds like. Because it doesn't feel like he's going to be staying in Portland, right? If you're Portland, the right move is to flip him again and send him wherever you get the best haul. I mean, is the is you know who this moves the needle for the most going to be the end of the team that ends up getting Drew Holiday if it, if it's indeed a contender?
3: right uh i mean, I agree, yeah, I would think that that, that is probably the Celtics winner or, you know, I, Miami. Think that, I do think that phoenix Phoenix honestly got this i think this this is a good trade for them, okay, and I've kind of been saying all off season that Phoenix is one injury away from being a not good team right right they they would go in from a great team to a team that's not good um. And now you have positioned yourself to where you've actually added real rotation players. Mm -hmm. And so I think that Phoenix did a pretty good job. Like, look, DeAndre Ayton's obviously a good player. But if you go back and, like, watch that finals when Milwaukee won, I just didn't see him as, like, this aggressive dominant big. I think Nurkic is going to actually fit pretty well with that team, like, given what they need, like, at the very least, he's a bit more of a bully down there than DeAndre Ayton is, and so I think that he's a good fit. So I actually really like this trade for Phoenix. I think they did a pretty good job. Now they have more depth. Their roster, just in general, you know, they they have guys that they can play in a pinch. When before, you know, some of these rosters, you're like, who who is this? Who who did they sign? I don't I don't even know who that is. Um, mm-hmm. So I like the trade for Phoenix. And I do think whoever ends up with Drew Holiday, I'm just I'm really high on Drew Holiday. I think he's a great player. I think his defense is incredibly underrated, and um, somebody's gonna get a really good player. I'm I'm curious, like, can Miami go get him now? Like, is that a possibility? Because Miami kind of feels like the big losers here.
1: I mean, I would the I mean, the only issue with that fit is that like it's the same thing they were trying to trade you. It, it, Earlier with Dame, what, though, right? Wouldn't well, it be the, in terms of the pieces it that would be they the same would send pieces. back? It'd be the pieces that you didn't like enough Drew to send back Drew would probably be a, you'd, a downgrade it's, from Dame. I mean, you would say like he said you don't like their pieces already, though, is what I'm saying with Miami. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's I definitely possible. with you, it's possible. a great fit for Miami. I'm just saying, what are they well, now I, I sending? Might, I might
2: even argue that it's not, it's not really, they don't really need... Drew Holiday.
1: You would argue Miami does not need that. Yeah, because, that he like. He fit the culture perfectly. Well, he,
2: he, defensively he does, but yeah. that's not what they need. They need a, they need a you know, that's a guy that can get a bucket late, and it's Stire. not Jimmy Butler.
1: pressure off Jimmy. Because if
2: you look at the Bucks postseason offense there, you know, with Drew Holiday, like, it was grinding to a halt, you know, and that's why they felt like they had to go get Damien. It's sort For, of the same problem.
1: It's really the Celtics, Drew, who need the true point guard, don't they? I mean, if you – because I don't believe yeah. in Brogdon there with the injury and everything I mean, the else. Boston, yep.
2: Boston actually makes Them sense. The,
1: Maybe it is the best fit.
2: Yeah, because they need they need, the and they need that kind of toughness and to defense. Play Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah
3: that would be a great trade for they them. They should trade yeah, Porzingis. They should trade Porzingis for I Drew Holiday. Know.
2: That's what they should do. They should just get out of that deal, you know. Sometimes you just make bad deals,
3: Drew. I guess so. I, mean, I guess so. I, I don't know. I I I I think that The moves today didn't necessarily, like, reset the NBA landscape. I think all these teams were going to be good and are going to remain good. But I think that if you made me pick, I guess I'll take Phoenix. I guess I'll take the trade for Phoenix the most. Although Milwaukee now is going to be one of the most watched teams, and that's going to be an amazing team to watch. Like I already love watching Giannis. He's so, especially in person because he's so much bigger yep. than he looks on TV. Like he, if I could pick a game to go down to FedEx Forum purely for watching the opposing team, I mean, obviously seeing LeBron and AD is cool and whatever. But I'm telling you, Giannis in person is just, it's unbelievable to watch it. Um, and just see how big and how fast he is and, in with your own eyes is just crazy. Um, and now you add Dame Lillard to that, like, man, that is going to be a very hot ticket this year. Uh, down aesthetics form for I, sure. I think Portland ends up the,
2: the winner at the end when it's all said and done mm-hmm. because those pick swaps, that unprotected first, you know, plus you have to consider the return they're going to get for Drew, which we don't know yet, but that will be part of the Damon Miller package. Like you could look up in 2029 and you know, and that's not that far off. Like, Portland could be sitting really pretty with the assets that they have.
3: Well, I, you, you assume they're going for draft picks now. Yeah, like, that's it. I mean, and, yeah. Now, exactly. now you're going for draft capital. Yes. And you've already got some young talent. So, yeah, it may work out for Portland, but, you know, you got to hit on those draft picks to, to have any kind of success. I mean, you'd assume that's what they'll trade Drew for. Though.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, maybe like a contract or something, and then mostly picks. Um, and uh, And then you're talking about a core of, you know, Shaden Sharp, Scoot Henderson, you know, uh, by then they will be veterans in the league. And then you can add a couple – I mean, they, they, I'm, I'm just saying, like, uh, Damian Lillard's never going to play for them ever again. So to to get back that return, um, and I'm considering, you know, Drew Holiday, that package is part of it. Like, it's pretty damn good based on, you know, what, what, was, what was and what was not going to happen. Did you hear Damian Lillard's uh, rap, his farewell rap to Portland fans?
3: I listened to it. Uh, I did not listen to it carefully, though, like, or closely. And I think I was, like, halfway through, and I got distracted by something else and never. But I did. I listened to it. I mean, it's it sounded, you know, catchy or whatever. But oh, okay. Like, you thought it was catchy. Or, All right. I don't know. Whatever. I think it's a little cheesy to do it this way, but it yeah. is what it is. It's fine. He basically
2: said, uh, he said, there's no replacing me, and y'all going to find that out. Expeditiously oh, no. something like that. Yeah, but it was more it was more pointed towards the organization
1: than the fans. It's not gonna keep them from putting them in their hall of fame, is it? It's I don't, not I don't, I don't know how to strain the relationship but is I, it?
2: I I'm confused, Drew, as to why, what is his beef with the organization they didn't they didn't turn into in Miami?
3: Is that what it's about? I guess so. I don't know. I mean what have they done? Like he and he's been the one that's been out there saying I'm not gonna be a ring chaser forever. Like he's been leader of that he has. movement right? Like
2: he he took the money over
3: the ring and now he's, now he's kind of changing his mind a little bit and he's upset with Portland. I don't think this is Portland's fault at all. Like I don't blame, I don't blame Portland as an organization at all. They've even moved on from coaches. They've tried different coaches for Dane to try to make it work for Dane. They've been very committed to Dane. So I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, I think, they've made an effort to try to keep him and wanted him to be a trailblazer and did a lot of different things for him, and it just didn't work out.
2: Yep, it did not work out, and sometimes that is the way it goes in the NBA.
1: Drew, were we expecting Ja down there on Monday?
3: No. I mean, I don't expect to see him um, on media day, and I think that, yeah, that's going to be one of the the big-time topics. I wrote this morning – I mean, Chris Harrington does such a good job. He he wrote – You know, six things, basically, that you should have your eye on as we go into training camp. I didn't want to overlap that too much. Um, But, you know, I think that we're going to see – if you go back and look at sort of what the Grizzlies have done in the preseason the last few years, like, they haven't been shy about playing their guys. Like, if you go look at the first preseason game from last season, Taylor Jenkins played pretty much every expected starter, 25 minutes. So – I think almost right away we're going to get a lot of Marcus Smart and Derrick Rose. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so I think that's probably uh, the topic I'm most forward to looking uh, you know, to talking about when we get down there for media day, but don't expect to see John. Ja, obviously yeah. there's going to be a lot of questions about his absence.
2: Yeah. Um, I saw some very upsetting news this morning, Drew. Um, and I don't know. I'm sure you've seen it as well, but, um, I was looking forward to the, the Ja 1 release with the we ain't Ducking no smoke lettering on the back of the shoe. That's that's done. It's been covered up. Mm-hmm. It's been covered up with your signature, Drew. Can you explain why this happened? I mean, this is, uh, are we really like this PC? Nike made a quiet decision.
3: Wait, what are we talking about? They took that off of the They covered the it up. Didn't see this. Yeah, yeah, they I'm covered not not it
1: up with Ja signature. It appears, Drew, that Nike made the decision to cover up those words with a with a patch that's got his signature in it. Instead of seeing the "We ain't ducking no smoke," they now got it covered with the John ja Morant, you know, signature patch rather than seeing those words. Is
2: this is this too interesting? Yeah, this, it is. It is. Is this an example of go woke, go broke?
3: Um, no, I think that this is called being careful and uh, making sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, look, Nike has some responsibility here. You know, and Ja has already broken the trust one time, right? And so if you're Nike, you've got to be really careful that you don't set yourself up for further embarrassment later on. And I'm not saying that in any negative way towards Ja. I'm just saying that from a business perspective on Nike's part. Nike probably just doesn't want to have – any sort of risk involved in any of this and so they're just gonna be super extra careful. Now, it sounds like Jaw's trying to make the right steps and do the right thing to come back and prove to everybody that everything's good and hopefully this patch can go away and we can go back to the, the jaw that we love, which is the sort of brash, confident jaw that would give the quote we we, we climb up the chimney, we ain't ducking that smoke. Like yeah. that's the jaw we all want to see. I know. That's the jaw that everyone in this city fell in love with. That is the jaw that you know that that is marketable. That makes him that Nike signature shoe athlete. It's not just on the court; it's yep. off the court too, and that's what's going to sell shoes. So you just want him to get back to that. And until then, if you got to be careful, I guess you got to be careful. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess my argument would be not
2: that you don't you don't work for Nike, so I don't. I'm not arguing at you, but in the end, you you did decide. On Ja as your signature shoe athlete for a reason, you know, because you believe that he is authentic, that he is somebody that people can relate to uh and that people ultimately like uh and so to me like to you're you're almost kind of i don't want to use the term whitewashing, but you're you're almost like sanitizing you know, and I guess maybe you have to do it or you feel like you have to do it, but it's not like he said it's not like the the words were I'm gonna bust a cap in your ass. It's you know I I duck we ain't ducking no smoke. Like I don't know. Like as a fan, as a fan of the shoe, I was gonna buy it, and now I'm like, eh, you know, do I really need? to – I mean, that was the that's a that's an identifier, you know, and now that identifier is gone. It just yeah, kind of I mean, feels like a
1: one of the, you know just another thing. Let's come back with it a year later. I
3: agree. Ever. We want the job that everyone fell in love with. Yeah. On the court, that's the job we want. That's what. That's what give me some cleaned-up publicist oh, version. Man,
1: come on, man. We can't, I mean, they, the guy had want. to clean it up. This, this, it, doesn't, it doesn't invite convert, confrontation, but it says you're not scared of it. This is a time right now We're Nike ain't trying to hear it about no smoke. Yeah, I mean, He's I, trying I, to sell you're some right, You're right. I mean, you're I trying was... to clean this thing up right now and do it as, as well, quietly what, what can as possible. We put, what can
2: we put on the shoe then? What words can we put on
1: the shoe? You bro? literally just stamped Gratitude? it with the, with the same thing. It's his handwriting I just like the words right. were. They put his signature over it, and so it's the same thing. Drew, it's his, well, it's his How about we
3: go to the, the Indiana dunk? How about uh, you know? I know it's a little bit cliche because of the Jordan thing, whatever. But when he when he got that dunk, he said he always wanted. He's he said it's the shoes, you know. It's there you the go. Shoes. Just put I something else like, on there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that, if they'd that allow that. Doesn't
2: invite or
3: promote confrontation.
2: Yeah, but I, I I just want some word. Give me a quote. Yeah, give me some kind of quote. That's what I want for sure. sure. Uh, we'll, we'll get that for you. I mean I, but again, that's I guess I'm I'm a controversial guy so I I like controversy, you know. Uh, I'm going like,
3: to go a shot of Casamigos for all yeah. y'all that thought that was a problem last time. I, I, yeah, I think that
2: Josh's shoes Josh should come with a shot of Casamigos. I think there should be a tequila release. <laughs> there is no doubt about it. Those would sell out.
1: And I'm out free to the kids. They all sell out. Yeah, yeah that'll re- really work. To
2: yeah. the kids, That's man. Great. It's for the kids,
1: Drew. Great for the image.
2: Yeah. Hey, Drew, appreciate the time you, as brother. always, man. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See you. Yeah. Bye. He is Drew Hill, Covers the Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian, um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I understand. Yeah, the block spot. Just safe, let it die down
1: a little bit. Can we? That's can all we? We're doing. Can
2: we get the? Uh,
1: we're going up the chimney, or is that too violent for you? i just grab another phrase of his or something. That one, the only good one. Well, he's playing, been out like of the. Like he's said. been
2: out of the spotlight for so long. We don't have any he new said, ones. He said
1: it's the shoes. We got to get some new works. material. That'd be good to bring back around. Yeah, you know, from Mars Blackman, the old Jordan campaigns. Yep. it's the shoes. Josh, saying it's the shoes. That's great. Uh-huh. But you understand why we're doing this. You can't in one breath, bro, say, Ja's got to clean it up, tighten it up, all this. Just be more professional. And then the next breath say, well, I still want hard Ja. I still want the talking, you know, Ja that's walking the line and, and inviting confrontation. You can't, we? we you know, we, we can't have both. That's just speaking out of both sides. So, I mean, it's. Come on, it, we understand what it's for, and frankly, it's the right thing. We want to clean this thing up and make it a business, baby? It we're was only to, a problem. We're trying to get it. we trying to get some Instagram okay, live, bro. Well, again, he made this decision. He sort of messed that up right now, and all we're trying to do is is cool it down while the block side, like it's on, it's business. Yeah. Uh, again, he he can't be offended by it because it was his handwriting. They're putting his handwriting, a signature, right over it. Essentially, it's it's man, it's business, bro. Nike's not trying to have these. Uh, they're trying to. You know, that all these stories. That that was the thing. You're going to have the next story writing, well, Nike's behind Ja in confrontation, and we saw the off season. They don't need that in selling shoes, bro. They're quietly trying to clean this thing up. I think it's a smart move. Yeah. Uh, that's what we've we've all called for on it, Ja's part. Yeah, not so much. Just the, tighten up, man. Just know, tighten up.
2: The language on the shoes. But, yes, I suppose that is a step towards that uh if you want Y'all, to uh like that man ain't a, that a,
1: a walking quote like he can't come up with something else for you he well we gonna have to he wait will. till december bro he's stuck on chimney for seven years
2: we ain't gonna have no material till december can you wait that long
1: gratitude bro that's what he put sign it gratitude that's what's on the dang shirt ain't it
2: yeah journey are
1: those are those available Red, for sign purchase? That thing. redemption how about that is that okay well he hasn't been redeemed yet we have to wait till he's redeemed no, I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. There's plenty out there for you, bro. Okay. And ain't got to be chimney. You so stuck on. Well, that was. I want both. I want chimney and the smoke. That's why I want. I want both of them things. Well, go. Here's what you do. Go get the chimney ones now, the ones that have been released already, the ones that are under the red, ra- and those right there. Oh, the pink ones. That value. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is there's no way Nike was able to to, to stop all of these, right? There are going to be right. some pairs that got out with the words on them. And what I'm saying is for you, those would be the more collectible item, right? right? The ones that would have more value before it got cut down. And So for you, maybe you should still go get them. Oh, I'm looking into it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I see the light bulb just went off in your head. So yeah. I'm sure you can find them on StockX or whatever else, the original ones that had the words. And they'll be worth a little bit more in the long run, John. I'll take a look. And you'll be happy because you've got them.
2: That's right. Uh, all right, hey, at 1225 in studio here, we're going to be joined by Danny Barlow, a.k.a. Left Hand to God. And uh, if you have not seen his most recent fight, it was
1: like Destruction. it was... Uh, it was it was, yeah. I mean, I think that's a fair description. He, he specializes in first round destructions. Five of the seven, uh, five of the seven victories he's got to come first round destruction.
2: Yeah, uh, and so. so uh, and to God. Yeah, so we're gonna have him here uh, in studio to talk about how his life has changed since getting that UFC contract. Uh, obviously, having to go through an, a, a Memphis guy to get it, sort of the, you know, dilemma there. The Hunger
1: Games <laughs> aspect. Of yeah, that, absolutely.
2: Yeah, District yeah. nine hundred one. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we'll get into that with him. Uh, and more at 1225. Stick around. Jason and John, I Turn FM, me.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.